0: Taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 41. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at uh, an action plan for OCD using acceptance commitment therapy because um, it's so important that when you are really uh, getting stuck with obsessions that you have something that you can fall back on um, that will help you to get out of that trap because the sooner that you you do, the sooner that you nip it in the bud, uh, you know, the better the outcome is going to be. Uh, before we get going though if you are looking for help with OCD and anxiety you can head over to my website www.robertjamescoaching.com and there you can find uh, my my blog and lots of resources and you can also sign up for my free mini course all you need to do to get access to that is to sign up for the newsletter just uh, put your email in there and uh, you have access to, to all of those different resources One other thing I would like to say before we get going is if you do find this podcast helpful and, you know, hopefully you do as you're listening um, it would be incredible, amazing, absolutely fantastic if you could uh, give us a five-star rating and also to subscribe. Uh, It really does help with uh, getting the message out there. And uh, as always, if you have any questions or if you'd like me to do a podcast on a particular theme uh, then do please let me know Many thanks and I hope you enjoy Now, back when I was really struggling with OCD so many times, um, you know, I would be thinking in that situation what should I be doing? What is the best plan of action? Uh, to take in this situation and it was really frustrating because I never really felt like um, I ever found that that best plan it took a long time for me to arrive at that place where I did genuinely have things that really worked for me and uh, of course with, with OCD being the doubting disease so often you question the things that you choose to do in those situations am I doing the right thing? Um, is this making it better or could it actually make it worse? And, you know, these kind of thoughts are really unhelpful in the moment and can actually just kind of, you know, keep the cycle of OCD going. So, having a very, a very clear plan is, is really important. Um, now, with, with uh, OCD, we often think that the major problem is the, the intrusive thoughts and images that pop up into our head. But whilst it's true that these experiences can be unpleasant, they are not in themselves actually good or bad. They are just thoughts. And when you have OCD, you have somehow come to believe that having these thoughts is unacceptable and that to get better, you must stop having them at all costs. But it's actually this type of thinking that that keeps people stuck. And what we have to remind ourselves is that the mind is made up of two major parts the mechanical part and the observing part. Um, We don't actually have any control over the kind of the mechanical part of the brain. Um, And it's constantly worrying for us. It's creating, it's reviewing, it's analyzing. You know, the the Buddhists sometimes refer to this part of the brain as the monkey brain because it's constantly jumping from problem to problem to problem. And all of this goes on, you know, beyond our kind of conscious control and what often does happen with this m- mechanistic part of the brain is that if you try to force it to not think about something it will almost immediately start to think about that very thing and uh, and will throw up thoughts and images about it and the problem is that if you if you have OCD you start to take these thoughts very seriously and you start to believe that, you know they must have some meaning or something behind them but they don't and It's just that really, it's really important to remember that that that's what's happening with OCD It's this really unhealthy way of viewing thoughts like they must mean something terrible about you or that they, uh, you know, if you have a certain kind of thought that maybe something bad is going to happen when of course it's not it's just the brain throwing up these things and nothing particularly terrible is going to happen at all but it's, this is the trap of OCD it wants to make you worry so that you start to analyze the thoughts and so you start to give them more attention so that you get out of your body and you go into your head and you get into the loop of thinking again and again and so what we have to do is obviously break that cycle now one uh, one particular way that I used to try to employ all the time and I think just about everyone with OCD Uh, Employees as well at some point is to try to suppress the thoughts um, to try to get them to go away Now, um, a thought, you know in in the past, a thought would come up into my mind that, you know, I would find somehow, you know, disturbing and I would then instantly try to suppress it and not allow it and, uh, of course, whatever you try to push away or to not experience unfortunately, you know, we end up getting more of it So, in acceptance commitment therapy they they use the following metaphor to help illustrate this So, I want you to imagine that you are in a swimming pool and the thought that you are trying to suppress is inside uh, an inflatable colorful beach ball and uh, you don't want to experience or even acknowledge the thought so you try your very best to keep pushing it underwater And it's not easy keeping an inflatable ball under the water. So, you know, you're kind of fighting with it and it's quite exhausting. You know, after a while you're pushing and, you know, you're really trying to keep it under the water and you're having some success with it. But, you know, if you keep doing it for long enough, at some point you're going to get tired and the beach ball is going to come not just kind of come to the surface you know as a beach ball tends to do when it comes up through the water it really explodes up through the surface and the same thing happens with thoughts and this is a big part of the reason um, you know that the kind of keeps the cycle of OCD going it's like I really don't want to have that thought I really don't want to experience that image and so we try to like push it down I don't want it and unfortunately you know that just makes it come to the surface even more so in these situations we need to be prepared and and we need to have a plan so am I the man with a plan? (laughs) well uh, not in every situation in life however in this particular area having really dealt with this a lot I have really come up with a plan that definitely works for me and if it works for me then I truly think that it's gonna it's going to work for you and it's not you know it's not something that I've come up with necessarily it's something that I've found out about you know from my research into acceptance commitment therapy and and many other areas uh, you know meditation and yoga so the plan is this, every time that you feel yourself, you know, starting to get that anxiety and the obsessions are coming on and it's feeling really, really bad, what you have to do is find a pineapple and put it on your head and then you will feel instantly better. I guarantee you, I do this all the time, you know, if I'm out somewhere, I start to feel some anxiety, I've always got a pineapple in my bag, so, you know, I just I just take it out, put it on my head And, uh, you know, I don't know whether it's the the spikiness of the pineapple on the scalp or, you know, what it is. But instantly, I just, I I feel so much better. It's amazing. So, that's the pineapple plan. Now, some people tell me that they don't want to do the pineapple plan. I I don't know why. I mean, that's that's crazy. But anyway, here is the uh, real action plan for OCD. So the first step in your plan is to identify the compulsions you perform when the thoughts um, first come up. A compulsion is basically anything that you do to try and lessen your anxiety um, around your obsessions. Now, sometimes they are physical compulsions, um, like for example washing the hands, but often they are mental compulsions. Now, what I found helped me in identifying them was to keep a, a record of my of my obsessions. And all the things I was doing to try to lessen the anxiety around them. Um, So I really encourage, you know, people that I work with, I really encourage them to try to keep a journal um, of their thoughts and their compulsions because you can really begin to start to notice the pattern um, of the the compulsions that you're performing. Um, It's so hard to stop performing compulsions unless you know what they are and so many of them are actually very sneaky if they're the ones that you're doing in your head and uh, you know maybe they're reassurance based compulsions often you may not even know that you're doing them so keeping a thought journal is a really good idea and it can really help with this Um, the next step then is to unhook from the obsessive thoughts and uh, in acceptance commitment therapy uh, diffusion as it's technically called is, is really really important so when we have OCD we fuse with our thoughts and we start believing that they are true or that they mean something about us so to get out of that trap we have to defuse or unhook from these thoughts but without pushing them away because as we know when we push them away this only makes them worse so for me what helped with this is to just name the thought Um, you know, for example I'm having the thought that or oh, I'm having that OCD thought about and then label what it is the objective here is to acknowledge the thoughts but by saying I'm having the thought that or something similar we acknowledge both the thought and the fact that it is just a thought and not something that we have to take seriously or to, to ponder over Um, And it's also worth pointing out here that the sentence that we say, like, I'm having the thought that, is a very neutral sentence, you know, it's, we're not kind of judging the thought, we're not saying, oh no, I'm having that thought again in a negative way, we're just saying, I'm having the thought that, you know, it's kind of, it's not good or bad, it's just a thought, because that's all it ultimately is. Another way of doing this is, is to apply the work of uh, Jeffrey Schwartz, uh, you know, a really, really good writer about um, about OCD. Um, so what he tells people to do is just uh, to label the thought and just say, it's not me, it's my OCD. And again, you know, it's, it's a neutral statement. And uh, it's quite a good way of of basically saying this is, you know, this is just the thought. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to give it too much attention. It's, It's just the OCD. So that could be something else that you try as well. The next step in my planned response to OCD is based on my values. Now, if you spend some time working out your values, you will have a valuable tool in learning to respond to OCD. After acknowledging the OCD thoughts, instead of starting the the cycle of OCD by performing a compulsion, I turn to my values. I think about what I value in that moment. And this will obviously depend on, on where I am on what I'm doing. Your values are the things that are most important to you, the things that get you out of bed in the morning. So if I'm studying uh, something and I value that, then I will gently redirect my attention onto that. And each time I find myself distracted by OCD thoughts again, I will acknowledge them and then bring my attention back to my studies. Um, it may be that I'm with friends and that friendship is a, a value for me. So I in that situation again, I would choose to gently put my attention back onto the conversation and interactions with them. It may be that you're out walking your dog in the park and you decide to put your attention onto taking in, you know, being in nature and enjoying the wildlife around you, um, or really, you know, being there in the moment with your with with your dog. Um in the end it, it doesn't really matter what you choose to focus on just as long as it's a, a valued activity now some people say to me but you know isn't this a compulsion too which is of course uh, you know, a very valid question but in truth um, there is a subtle but important difference um, so you are not doing this to try to get rid of anxiety which you are doing when you perform a compulsion what you're doing is acknowledging the thoughts and the anxiety that comes with them allowing this to be there and then putting your attention onto something that you value um, and it, it may be that when you do this the anxiety goes down but the important thing to remember that is that this is not the objective okay it's really important with learning to get over OCD that you know we don't have to get rid of the anxiety it may be desirable that you're not going to feel that anxiety anymore but if you have that as your as your main goal and objective you're going to find that you keep getting stuck and so instead if you can choose to focus on the things that are most important to you in your life anyway and really really try to tune into them despite the feeling of anxiety that you might have What will happen if you keep doing that over time is that you're giving your brain a really important message. You're saying to to your brain that, you know, the anxiety is not as important as your values and that doing valued activity is what you will always choose to do over anxiety. And when you start giving your brain that, you know, it really does get the message that anxiety is not all that important that you can deal with it that you can handle it and the more you do that the easier it becomes for you to to actually handle your anxiety and the less anxiety actually shows up in your life you know so the amazing thing when we do this is the OCD starts to take you know a bit of a backward step it, uh, it loses a lot of its power because you are choosing to focus in on your values and not to focus in on the obsessions you are taking back control taking back your personal power and that's, uh, that's an incredible feeling so to summarize the, the first step is to make sure that you're recording your compulsions and obsessions down and so that you can really begin to notice what are your uh, repetitive compulsions that you're performing and once you know what they are then you'll be able to stop doing them the next step then is to unhook from really difficult thoughts if you can nip the OCD in the bud the sooner you do it the better The next step is to focus on values and each time that you find yourself distracted by the thoughts so just keep bringing your attention back to the present moment and uh, an activity that you value and remember the more we can be in the present moment the easier it's going to be for us to, to deal with difficult thoughts and emotions. So there we go, I hope you found that helpful today if you have any questions as always do please let me know And if you can subscribe, that would be amazing. I hope you have a fantastic day and many thanks. Remember, if you want to know more about me, you can check me out on Instagram, Robert James Coaching UK. You can go and join the Facebook group if you like, the Robert James Coaching Anxiety and OCD Support Group. And also, you can check out my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. Many thanks. And now, just a quick reminder